welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. I hope you've had a good week. Looking forward to this week. I am still thinking a lot about my live podcast episode recording that I did. Um, And that thinking has actually inspired, partly inspired this week's episode. The other thing that has inspired this week's episode is that I'm getting people telling me they're not sure if they're always supposed to be learning when listening to podcasts and what learning when listening to a podcast actually is meant to look like. And also they're getting confused about whether a podcast is just a webinar in audio form. So do you know what? I thought this week I'd compare podcasts and webinars so you can understand the differences and the similarities and help you decide which one might be better for you to deliver your message in the way that's best for you and your audience. So let's go right back to basics here. What is a webinar? Well, you'll be surprised to know that a webinar is simply just a web seminar. Yeah, smash those two words together to make a new one. It's as simple as that. So what does a webinar look like? Well, it can take the form of a lecture, a discussion, like a mini conference, a presentation, a workshop, that sort of thing. Definitely trying to learn something though normally. It can be live or it can be pre-recorded and accessed on demand. But vitally for us, a webinar has a visual element. Now, the pandemic has unsurprisingly seen a huge boost for webinars. Uh, We've all hopped online, haven't we, and done our learning and coming together online. In fact, we still are, and I don't think we're going to lose it because many of the events that I'm taking part in this year are either all online or they're hybrid. So a mixture of online or uh, in person. And I know, I know, I know we're getting a bit zoomed out. And yes, Zoom is the new generic term for anything online, which involves video. But do you know what? There is still demand for a good webinar. Now, I think many people assume webinars are nothing but sales events, part of somebody's funnel with no greater purpose than to get you on the upsell at the end. I'm sure you've seen people offering free webinars for all sorts of things. You know, the sort of thing I'm saying, yeah? The whole, come learn my secret sauce for podcasting. Oh, and here we are at the end of the webinar. Would you like my super duper course? It's 997, but by the next 15 minutes, it's yours for $97. Yeah, that sort of thing. My Facebook feed is packed with adverts for this type of webinar. But I'm also pretty sure you've seen webinars done properly and in a far less sleazy way. I've been to some really, really good ones where there's been some awesome and valuable content that has been shared. And yes, there has been a sell at the end. But you know what? Some webinars are all about good selling. So I'm not doing webinars down in this episode at all. But let's be honest there is very much a reputation issue building and growing with webinars, I think. Webinars are also a great lead magnet to build your email list because, you know, you've got to get people to sign up to come along to the webinar. So a great way to build your email list and a great way to do some selling. So 
that's if you want to do like a free web, free webinar. You can, of course, offer a paid webinar, deliver a one-off masterclass lecture or similar where you get people to pay for that knowledge. So you're not necessarily doing a huge, big selling push at the end. I mean, obviously do a sales push because that's what we're here for, making sales, right? For me, a webinar is best when it's interactive. So that means for me, a webinar is best done live especially think about it, right? You've got an active audience who are there hanging on your every word, keen to be involved. And according to a little bit of research that I've done online, I've been uh, looking at and webinars that have a question and answer session at the end apparently do better than ones that don't. And you know me, I love a question and answer session. Uh, The same research also says that people prefer webinars that are 30 to 45 minutes long. And people will only commit to one webinar a week. So think about it. You are competing against all those other webinars to get that one slot in someone's diary that you are going to take. And actually, when I looked at that research, I nodded along. I properly fit in with it. I am that person. I'm probably the person they spoke to. I don't know if I spoke to them, but if they spoke to me, I would have said those things. The majority of hour long webinars that I've signed up to have always gone over that 60 minute mark. So I know when I'm signing up for an hour long webinar, what I'm actually doing is I'm signing up for a 90 minute webinar and I will block out a 90 minute section in my calendar for that day. And you know what? That feels like a big commitment because I can't be doing anything else during that time, which annoys me if I'm being honest. A 45 minute webinar feels much better. And yes, because I will block out an hour because I assume it's going to overrun or or whatever, or, or I want a cup of tea afterwards, all that sort of stuff. But an hour feels a lot more manageable, a lot more doable in my day than giving up 90 minutes. 90 minutes feels like a commitment. An hour feels like, brilliant, that's a nice little part of my day that I can use. Maybe it's something psychologically in the same way it's, you know, the seven at the end of the prices, that sort of thing. I don't know. But an hour I feel happier with than uh, 90 minutes. That's just me. And when I think about it, I can't think of a time when I've signed up for more than one webinar in a week either. So truly, you really are fighting for that one slot in someone's diary in their calendar that they are going to give to webinars, assuming they want to give to webinars. Now, whilst webinars can be pre-recorded and put out as evergreen content, the best are on live, right? Yeah, that means people have to be free at the time you put the webinar on. I rarely watch webinars that aren't live. I need an appointment to be there. I need to have it in my calendar. I need to have it pop up and tell me I need to turn there. And I need to have a limited time to deal with any catch up because watching webinars, any other online content actually as a replay always goes on my to-do list and never gets on my doing list or done list. Never. I have so many replays to watch that are that I've not watched and I'm certainly unlikely to watch but I've paid money for as well it's ridiculous less said about that the better but it's something I've learned is if it's happening live and I have to be there live I will be there if it's something I can do a catch-up on or it's sold as a replay 
I am not going to be there if I can do it at my own time. Strange. Certainly when it comes to video. Podcasting, different story. I will listen to the podcast as and when I want to. But because I need to be doing a... I need to be present for the webinar. I need to be there watching it and I can't do anything else. I rarely schedule the time in, whereas podcasts, I do it in the car, I do it on a run, I do it on a walk. It's on my... It's on very much my terms. So that's me and I'm sure I'm not alone. Here's another thing though. I particularly dislike the webinars that are sold to me as being live, but aren't. You know the ones I mean, and I'm sure you've been there as well. Sign up for this webinar, you can choose these times, and you're there, and you you know deep down it isn't live, but they act as though it is live. Ugh. I hate it. I feel lied to, and if there's one thing I don't like, it's lying. You've broken whatever trust I had with, between you and me, if you do this. And you know what? Normally I just go, I'm not watching this. You're, 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 you're lying to me. I'm not giving you any more of my time. However, if they literally said at the beginning, this is a recorded uh, webinar. We are going to talk about this, this and this. We're not live, but any questions, send us an email or do this and we'll get back to you. I would probably go, yeah, all right, fair enough. But it's because they're making it out to be live. Liars. Don't like it. Stop it. Be upfront. Be honest. Tell me that it's not live. And I will really buy into what you do more than if you just kind of, than if you just kind of make it up as you go along. You kind of make it out to be all live, not live. Don't. Just be honest. So for me, webinars are very much interactive learning moments. They're very visual, very much part of a sales funnel. They normally finish with an upsell at the end and they require me to be present at the time of happening. And when I say present, I mean present as in in front of my computer, but also present as in paying attention and not doing anything else. And it probably involves me making notes. So what about podcasts then? Now, More than likely, I am preaching to the converted in the main here, but it's well worth going over what I see as the key elements that make a podcast a podcast. First of all, it's absolutely not visual, not even a tiny bit. And you know my rant about people calling their YouTube videos podcasts. I will talk about it for days on end if you let me, but this is not the time or the place. Just know that podcasts are audio and that is the hill I will choose to die on. And yes, I am that petty. So, That's the first major difference we've established between podcasts and webinars. Next, podcasts tend to be part of a series or they're ongoing. They're not a one-off in the way webinars tend to be. And for that reason, I think podcasts are very much less in-your-face, sell, sell, sell type events compared to to webinars, sorry. That's not to say your business podcast is not part of your funnel, It's just a different part of your funnel and normally not such a direct part of your funnel. I always say your podcast is selling you and what you know, not necessarily selling your offer. It's building that trust, that relationship and boosting your profile. And whilst you can and should talk about your offers, I will talk about an offer at the end of this podcast. It's not the main thrust of the podcast. That's not what you're there for. You're there to show off what you know. 
You're less likely to get sign-ups and sales as a direct result of, say, one or two episodes of your podcast compared with a one-off webinar. But I would argue that actually you're more likely to be able to build up a community and fans from your podcast compared to a webinar. And it will be those long-term people that you get from your podcast that will keep buying from you, keep using what you offer as a service, that sort of thing. That's it's Your, your podcast is your long-term, well, medium to long-term. Your webinar is your short hit. You will more than likely build your audience for your podcast too. So what you do then is you build your audience for your podcast, send them to your webinar, boom, retire the next day or something similar. Lots of podcasts have an element of learning to them as well especially in the business world, but they don't have to. There is more to podcasting than learning in the strictest sense of the word, learning. Podcasts are also there to entertain and inform as well as educate. Yes, of course, I've stolen that line from good old Lord Ruth, but you know, it makes a lot of sense. And some BBC principles from the beginning are worth keeping, others less so. Just know that I'm not wearing anything remotely posh right now, although I am wearing clothes. I do think this entertain part in podcasting is in danger of being lost at the moment. In the podcasting gold rush or whatever we want to call it, people are keen to get out there, get their podcast out there and shout very loudly about all they know in a very much listen to me, teach you things and I'm going to sell you what I know kind of way. And I think that is why people are getting a bit baffled about what the difference between a podcast and a webinar is. And also why I think people think that they need to listen to podcasts with a notebook and pen ready so that they're ready to take notes and learn, learn, learn. It really doesn't have to be that way. Podcasts are joyous snacks of audio. You can take them with you on a run. I do take snacks on a run, a walk or a workout. You can do all sorts of stuff while you're listening to a podcast. You don't have to be sitting there and present. And this is what's great about them. I do a lot of sewing and knitting whilst I'm listening to podcasts because I can't do much else because, you know, it's face down looking at what I'm doing. I can't watch the telly. I can't read a book. I'll listen to a podcast. Very rarely do I make notes while I listen to a podcast. Yes, I've been known to follow up bits that I've heard on those podcasts by going to the show notes and I'll maybe click on the links that have been mentioned or we'll go over the points that were made. But I've never made notes. That's not to say you can't make notes when you listen to a podcast. That is not the case at all. For me, podcasts are more like those conversations you have with friends or conversations you'd have with a mentor, conversations that you have with someone that you want to learn from. But it's not always about making notes to learn from. It's not an educate, it's an inform. And there is something slightly different between being educated and being informed. Not entirely sure what it is, but in my mind, that makes sense. Educate is kind of more formal and inform is slightly more informal. We'll go with that. So for me, the main difference between webinars and podcasts is that webinars are live, interactive, designed to teach and often to sell and are more like big events because you need to be there at the advertised time. You don't get to choose when to turn up and you need to be present, present in the moment, present at your computer and present in what's being delivered to you. Podcasts, on the other hand, are more 
on demand. You decide when you're going to listen to them and what you're going to do while you're listening to them. And I would say they're more slow burners. You spend time building up the relationship with your audience and growing your audience through your podcasts. I don't think you'll ever grow an audience through a webinar, but you might grow your list. There are tools that you can use to teach, but you're also using it as an entertainment, uh, creative outlet as well. Webinars are visual. Podcasts are not. So which one is going to be right for your business? Well, it's been a while. I've not said it for a certain amount of time. It depends. <laughs> you need to figure that out for yourself, I'm afraid. I can't tell you. As my old primary school teacher, Mrs. Bassett said, I can't learn the times table for you. I can't decide for you if a podcast or a webinar is better for your business. But what I can do is tell you that podcasts are a great way to build your audience, build a community and build your authority. Webinars are a great way to sell what you're doing and use as a lead magnet to build your email list, which ultimately helps you build your audience, right? I always, always say that podcasts are one part of your business toolkit and we need more than one thing in our business toolkits. You need more than just a podcast if you want to make your millions-ish. I would say webinars are the same. It's just one part of your business toolkit. So at different times and in different ways, your business will do better with a webinar compared to a podcast and vice versa. So then, what about that live podcast episode I did? Was that a webinar? No, it absolutely wasn't. But I have been thinking about that question for a while because I reckon it is a bit confusing. And it's one of the things I was worried about when I started the when I started the idea of having the live episode, because I was really concerned that people would think it was a webinar and would either steer clear of it because they didn't want to go to a webinar or they would come to it and be disappointed that it wasn't a webinar. So here's why I say the live podcast recording I did was not a webinar. Now, first off, it did share a lot of webinar attributes in that, yes, it was 100% visual. You could see me if you were in the audience. And what have I just spent the whole episode telling you? Podcasts are audio only. But here's the, here's the thing. I was the only visual. I didn't use anything else visual in the episode. It was just me you saw and nothing more. There was nothing else added to the recording because I was very aware that the episode was going to be put out as a podcast for most of my listeners. And that's how most of my listeners were going to hear it. I wanted to make sure that that episode was still inclusive as possible and not an episode full of <laughs> you had to be there moments. And weird as that sounds, that was really important to me. But I also needed to give the audience who were there, uh, you had to be there moment to make it worth their while. And that's why I did the Q&A session at the end. So I could give people who were there a bonus for being there. They got the chance to ask a question. You couldn't ask a question any other way. It had to be you were in the audience and you got a question answered if you wanted it answered. So there was that element of you had to be there kind of bit. But the episode itself wasn't any anything you had to be there involved. You got an episode that sounded like a podcast. 
And secondly, whilst the live recording element was a one-off, it's not something I can do every week, the episode itself fitted into part of my ongoing podcast. So it wasn't a special episode for the live. It wasn't a special one-off topic. It was part of the planned, what I was going to be talking about. So to me, that makes it less webinar and more podcast. I wasn't doing any particular hard teaching or any particular um, educating. It was informing. And last but not least, I did zero selling in that uh, podcast episode. Zero, none, none whatsoever. So yeah, nailing this uh, business malarkey, right? (laughs) So that's why I say my live episode wasn't a webinar. But that's not to say you couldn't and shouldn't do a webinar as a live podcast episode, or at least take elements from a live webinar to your live podcast episode. Because I'm all about this creativity and all about making your podcast sound different to what everyone else does in a good way. So why not mix things up a little bit? I think it'd be quite fun. Why not? If you're thinking of doing a webinar, why not see if you can do it as a live podcast episode as well? Or instead, let's see. I think there's something in it there. And I think it would be quite fun to mix it up and offer something slightly different, something slightly quirky. So in conclusion, I feel like I'm writing an essay. In conclusion, are podcasts audio only webinars? No, and they shouldn't be. There's a danger, I think, that some podcasts are becoming platforms to put on a hard sell. And this worries me because a hard sell podcast is never going to be conducive to good podcasting. It means you're going to struggle, A, to sell, and B, to get listeners. And then C, you'll just stop podcasting and you'll lose out on a really good method of reaching out to your audience, building that community, building your authority, because you're treating your podcast as a hard sell platform. It is not that. Podcasts are all about building up your relationship with your audience, boosting your authority. And you know what? You have a duty to keep your listeners entertained too. That's why I'm so funny throughout these episodes. (laughs) You, You can let me know if you agree or not. So if you are worried about your podcast being nothing but a hard sell, boring, audio only webinar that people need notes to follow, then give me a shout. I will help you get you back on track. We've got all sorts of ways we can work together. My podcast planning toolkit, awesome. My podcast planning session as well, where we can just figure out what we need to do to get you making amazing podcasts. You can find all the stuff on my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk, or you can find me on LinkedIn. I am Charlotte Foster, um, beautiful mustard cardigan, sitting in front of a microphone with headphones on because that's the law when you're a podcaster. All your photos must look like that. And you can also find me on Instagram where I've rediscovered stories and mucking around on reels recently. Um, As you do, I am at Charlotte Foster Podcasts on Instagram as well. Do have a great week and I will be back with you next week. 